You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvicecoaching.com. On today's episode, you are going to learn three different ways to be able to meet and attract and seduce women tonight. So maybe if you're listening to this and it's a Sunday, maybe it won't be for tonight, but you can take notes and you can use this on a night that you're going out. I give you a whole step-by-step plan of exactly what to do. And I had a really good time putting this together. This is formerly from a YouTube live that I did just a couple months previous. I've noticed that I have some really good YouTube lives that have such good information. And so I've been extracting the audios and putting them here on the podcast, um, which I've done plenty of times before, uh, just so you can get some really good information. I pick out, handpick the ones that I think are the best, but to be honest, they're all pretty damn good. There's lots of great tips for you in here. You're just going to learn a ton. So that's my introduction. Let's just get right to it. Lots to learn, lots to take notes from. This is about what you can do step-by-step tonight to meet more women. Now, what you should know is that what you're going to be hearing today is stuff that we help implement with our clients in the Trip Advice Coaching Program. So everything that you're hearing today is stuff that we help men with and hold men accountable to do so we make sure that when they're going out and talking to women, they're doing it correctly and they're actually doing it. So here's the funny part is like, Accountability is half the battle. Like, I don't, whether you're going out tonight or not, I'll be telling you some of this stuff, or maybe you're like, oh, I'll eventually use it. I'll use it when I, when I go out next week or the week after. Like, hopefully you do. I, I, I obviously I want you to. But people don't tend to, I'll say people are not great. By the way, myself included in this, <laughs> not great at holding themselves accountable. But when you have someone who does, or you have an accountability buddy, someone there to say, hey, did you do the thing that you say you were going to do? That increases your chances of doing it tenfold. Okay, so that's what we do in the Trip Advice Coaching Program is we hold you accountable, but more so we tell you exactly what to do so you meet more women in person, online, all that. So if you need help, go to tripadvicecoaching.com. I'll put a link in the show notes. How to meet more women tonight. So first things first is you want to make sure before you go out, so this is what I used to do when I was learning this, when I was learning how to go out and meet women, or let's, let's say this, I was, I was learning for a long time. When I finally was doing it correctly, one of the things that I had was a goal, a goal of how many women to approach. You know, it's funny because I think when I, when I say this to you guys, you guys get it, you know, it's like you understand you're, you're in this realm of learning how to meet and attract women. If I were to say that to an average Joe who maybe never looked up dating advice before, you know, you think that's a little weird. Like you're making it a goal. Like you're making it like there's a number, like, why don't you just go out and just have a good time and see what, and see what happens. And, you know, listen, we can, we can do that, but how has that worked for you? I'll tell you for myself before I was, you know what, before I was really getting into learning how to meet and and attract women and get better at dating, it didn't work out well for me. I tried countless, I mean, even to this day, I I probably tried more nights just going out and trying to have a good time and be the party. When you're not quantifying a goal 
or let's say you want a result and there's no way of measuring it, it's really hard to get there. Yeah, it's really hard to get there. So what ends up happening is you go out, you try to have a fun time, and then what? You talk to your friends, you drink too much, you don't focus on the goal anymore. Now you're not talking to any of the women that you want to talk to. And what do you know? The night's over. Okay, I'll do better next time. And then the next time doesn't happen. So yeah, we want to make it a goal. We want to make it a goal to approach a certain amount of women. You, you, by the way, you don't have to do this. I mean, you can go out and, and try to have a good time and just kind of like see what happens. But just be honest with yourself. If that's not working, I strongly encourage you to have a goal of like, okay, I'm going to talk to five women tonight. I'm going to make five conversations tonight. I'm going to start seven conversations tonight. I'm going to introduce myself to three women tonight. I don't care. I don't care if it's one. Like there's got to be some sort of goal. Obviously, the more the better. But if you're just beginning, like when I was first starting, I had massive approach anxiety and just could not meet women out and about. Yeah, my goal sometimes was one or two in the very, very, very beginning until I built up or I say I calloused myself to the approach and to the anxiety that came along with it or just knowing what to do. So that's why you want to have a goal. Like I said earlier, I'm going to say this in a different way. You can't grow what's not measured. So you need to have, if you have a desire and have an objective and have a goal, it needs to be measured somehow. And the first step in this case is going to be, okay, I'm approaching this many women tonight. So we're going to have a goal of how many women to approach. If you're asking, well, how many women, like triplets, tell me the amount. Just tell me exactly what to do. Okay, so I would say that your goal should be around 10. Okay, it should be about 10. So there should be 10 different times, or it doesn't have to be like girls. Like if you want to go up to a group of people and just introduce yourself, if you want to count like the bouncer or something like that, but it, it should only count if you're starting the conversation. It does not count if they start a conversation with you, because we are practicing the art of meeting people, of socializing, of putting ourselves out there, of making things happen. Okay, so it does not count unless you are putting your foot forward to do so. So we have a goal. We're going to go out. We're going to talk to or start 10 conversations with different people. And I highly suggest as you're doing this, that you do have some warm-ups involved because the warm-ups are like throwaways. If you're nervous at first or if you're still trying to like, you know, get your bearings around the whole, I got to flirt with a girl in, in a loud area or place, or if you're going to a bar or a club or social setting or party or whatever, you know, it's like those few approaches, those, those first few, they're just tough. They're a little bit scary. We want to lubricate our social muscles here. Okay. That's what we're doing. All right. Next tip. And this is in no specific order, really get a wingman if you can, but I'm going to give you some tips on how to go out alone as well. So if you can get a wingman, that would be great. A wingman is there to help hold you accountable. And a wingman is there to make sure that or not make sure. He's there, he's there to make sure to help you with the approaches and, and hold you accountable. He can be there, and it's nice to have a wingman there 
when you're going up to, let's say, a group of like five people or five girls, and you're really only going to be flirting and talking to one, there's only one that you're going to be, you know, trying to attract. And so the wingman can come in and they can, I want to say the word distract, but I don't think that's a great word to use here. It's not really the the right word. Let's say, I guess we'll just say distract, okay? No, we're not going to use that because you're not doing anything wrong, okay? And so they're taking the attention of the other people so that you can stay focused. Now, here's the thing. That's like a nice to have. That's a nice to have. You don't need a wingman. You can go out alone. I have people, our clients do it all the time in the Trip Advice Coaching Program. It is just not a necessity to have to have a wingman because a wingman is, is not always easy to come by and it's not absolutely, absolutely necessary. I've gone out so many times alone and while it's one of the hardest things a guy can do, and by the way, not only have I gone out alone to like loud bars, but I've also gone and done this completely sober. I've done this on super hard mode. And it's some of the best nights I ever had. Most of those nights ended up in, in something good happening, right? Good is relative. So for me, at the very beginning stages, it was like getting numbers, making out with girls, taking girls home, things like that. So that would happen. And it's funny because, and, and, and those are the nights I remember most because they are, they are difficult because there's no one there to talk to and you're all alone. But what's cool about it and why it's so good to go out alone, even though it's hard, is because it forces you to get into conversation. Because there's been nights where I've gone out with a wingman, with a group of, of, of wingmen where we're all like, yeah, we're going out to talk to girls tonight. Like that was the objective. And what happens? Well, you get caught up in conversation and okay, we'll grab, maybe we'll grab a drink and well, let's go over here. And you're just wasting a bunch of time and, and you just get too caught in your head and you're not making the most of what could be a really great night. Now, you can obviously avoid that. You don't have to do that, but it doesn't make it inevitable. And, and you want to work with inevitability when you're trying to accomplish a goal. You want to make things inevitable, therefore you'll do them. So for example, let's say you're trying to go to the gym, okay? Well, how do you make it inevitable that you'll, that you'll go to the gym? Well, there's many ways you could do it. Here, here's one way, is try to take out all the friction. Friction can hurt the process. So if we take friction out, things become more inevitable. Therefore, an example would be if you pack your gym bag and you have everything in your gym bag and it's ready to go, so you put that by the door before you leave the next day to work, that's going to help make going to the gym inevitable. Okay, If you go out to a club or a bar alone, you're going to feel very uncomfortable not having anyone to talk to, it's going to make it more inevitable that you'll actually start talking to someone. So think about ways in your life, and this can be, by the way, use this everywhere. Any goals that you have, I want you to think about how do you make something, how do you make it inevitable that you're going to do the thing that you want to do? Take out the friction, 
and do it. That's why, uh, well, I, it's interesting because a wingman can be good in some senses because if you tell your wingman, like, listen, you're forcing me to do this. Like you're going to, you're going to, I want you to hold me accountable to talk to these women tonight. And he says, yes. And you agreed to do the same thing with him. You're making it more inevitable. One of the reasons why people sign up for coaching. Why do you think people sign up for the coaching program? Because it makes it inevitable because you are investing in a program where now people are going to make sure and coaches will make sure that you're going to do the thing and you're going to learn the thing. That's why you can get a wingman and you can make it inevitable. Or if you don't, that's fine too. Let's talk about alcohol for a second. I wasn't going to, but it wasn't on my list here, but let's talk about that. So if you're going out tonight, you know, should you drink? Should you not drink? Let's just say this. When I started learning this, I learned this in a way where I didn't have to and didn't want to rely so much on substances. I wanted to take it to the extreme, I guess we'll say. You know, I didn't want to have caffeine, I didn't want to have alcohol, nor any kind of drug. I wanted no artificial substance to help me in this process. Now, I know that sounds kind of like torture to some people. And let me tell you, for a little bit, it was. But why did I do that? Why did I decide to learn this stuff sober? I decided to do that because I did not want to rely on any vice at all or anything outside of my own pure natural abilities to meet, flirt with, approach, and be able to get and build attraction with a woman, like all that. And I wanted to be able to do this anywhere I went. I didn't want to just learn this at the bars and nightclubs. I wanted to have the superpower where if I saw a girl, I would know exactly what to do. I was talking to a friend yesterday. And we were chatting about TripAdvice and the TripAdvice business and coaching and all that stuff. And she said, do you have the confidence to teach guys to be able to attract any woman they want? And I said, well, nobody can attract every single woman they want. That's, that's not possible. She goes, oh, okay. Yeah, I know. That. Yeah, that's true. Well, what about you? You're, you're, you're good at this. You didn't, you never thought you could go and attract you couldn't, or you couldn't attract any woman you wanted. You know, it's like a funny question. I was like, well, no, that's not possible, right? She said, so where does your confidence come from? Like, how, I like, how does that all manifest? Like, I don't understand. And I said, I got to the point where, yeah, okay, I knew, could I attract any girl I saw? Like, no, it's not realistic. But I got to the point where I believed that I had an opportunity with any girl. That's the point that I want you to get to. I know we're a little on a tangent right now, but this is, this is related and it's very important. I want to get you to the point where you can go out or get on a date with a girl and say, yeah, this can absolutely happen. Will it happen? I don't know. We'll see, right? 
you don't know for sure. But most guys, when they go out, and when I, when I, before I learned all this stuff and became confident in it, it was always like, yeah, probably not. No, cross my fingers. We'll see what happens. Just because I didn't know what I was doing and I never practiced and I never went out. I never learned how to do these, the, this stuff. I never went out alone, all that stuff. So that's the ultimate. And it's interesting because I've been doing this for 12 years. Happy, happy anniversary trip advice this week, by the way, 12 years. And I never phrased it in that way, which I think is interesting. It's like, that's what I want. I want you to get to the point where you see a cute girl and you go, oh yeah, this could, this could absolutely go down. It's like not arrogance because arrogance would be like, oh yeah, like, you know, it's bullshit. Like just being super arrogant. Like, oh yeah, a girl, that girl would want me for sure. It's like, you don't know for sure, but you know that you have the skill set that you can make something happen. Okay, let's go back. So alcohol, when you're going out, I'll just say this, alcohol, it's going to put you in the wrong mindset. And if you're thinking, well, trip, it gives me courage, liquid courage, it helps me. You don't need alcohol to have the courage. You might not have it right now, but you can get to a place where you don't need alcohol. And not that you need proof. I think you you should believe that, but I am proof of that. I'm 100% proof of that. I got to a point where I could go out without alcohol and have a good time. I had to learn that. I had to do a lot of unwiring in my brain because that's not how college was and high school was, you know. And you get in your 20s and, and well, at least I did. I got to a point where that's all I knew was going out and drinking and partying. So I had to relearn it, and I did. So alcohol helps you with liquid courage. Alcohol helps you with, I guess it's all connected, right? Like letting loose, having a good time, partying, partying, you party. You energy, all this stuff. You can create that without alcohol. Do you have to start tonight? You could. It's kind of like a different skill set, which is interesting. It's like I had to go out without alcohol just to do that. Like I just needed to do that for a couple nights. You know, it wasn't like, all right, tonight I'm going out, no alcohol. I'm going to talk to 10 girls and I'm going to use this line and I'm going to, you know, work on some flirting and some body language. It's like, no way. I mean, hey, more power to you if you could do that. That's very hard to do. So I, I, I recommend one step at a time. So if you want to try that tonight, that would be freaking awesome. Go out and just see what it's like to be sober in an environment where people are drinking and partying. Highly encourage you. Go out. Try to learn this stuff without having to rely on the substance, you will feel better and you'll feel better the next day. It'll be better for you and you'll become a more courageous person. I now to this day, I can go out with or without alcohol and have a good time. And it's different kinds of fun, depending on what's going on. All right. So how to meet more women tonight. That's the topic. You got to have a canned opener. Why do you have to have a canned opener? What's a canned opener? What is that all about? A canned opener 
is a opener that you can just memorize and that you can have. So when you're going out and you're talking to women or you see a woman that you want to talk to, you're not frozen. So this helps with approach anxiety and this helps with the whole process, right? If you have, like earlier I said, a goal of talking to 10 women, well, how do we get to 10 and how do we make sure it happens? Ah, what did I say earlier? Inevitability thinking. That's This is another example. How do we make it inevitable? How do we make it easy? How do we take the friction out of the process to make sure that you, what, accomplish your goal? Can opener. Can opener. It's like uh, it's like the same idea as like I said earlier of you pack your bag to go to the gym the night before so that you're not going to make an excuse the next day of like, oh, I wait, I, I oh, time slipped by. I couldn't get all my stuff together and uh, I can't go. Now I can't go to the gym. You go out, you want to talk to a girl. She's walking by. You want to comment on something. You don't know what to say. And she's gone now. Oh, well. Okay, I'll try with the next one, and it happens again, it happens again. So a canned opener is really going to help you here, canned opener. So what is a good canned opener? I love a very a really simple one, and I keep it so simple and so broad that you can use it anytime, anywhere. Hey, two seconds, I wanted to come and meet you. I'm Trip. That's it. Now, if you want to open up with something different and you have something to say, you know, if something's going on or something's happening in the moment that you want to comment on, go for it. You can ditch your canned opener. But if you are waiting more than three seconds to come up with something, just use that opener that you came up with. Have that one in your back pocket so that we make it inevitable and we do what we were here to do. We're here to meet women tonight. Right? When I here to get drunk, when I here to party, we're not here to talk to our friends and bullshit around with our wingmen. I mean, if you want to do that on a separate night, you could you could do that. I'm talking about a night where you want to meet women. Now, can you do all the above? Yeah, of course you can. You can go out, you can party, you can have fun, you can drink, and you can meet women, you can do all that stuff. I'm proposing and a way for you to do this so you actually learn and grow it and get better. So we're, we're putting the pedal to the metal here, or we can say we're throwing gasoline on the fire. We're trying to get faster results. We're trying to really push things here. So in order to do that, that's why I'm, I'm setting this all up for you. Okay? So can opener, wingman if you, if you can, a goal, alcohol, I would say no to that. And here's a here's the mindset now of what you're going to do when you're going out. I'm going to give you the mindset, okay? The mindset of when you're going out is going to be one of let's see what happens. Okay? Let's see what happens. So you have the goal in mind, right? You have your 10 women that you know you're going to talk to, right? We discussed that. But also, if you go out and you say, hey, I just want to see what happens without expectation. So what I'm doing here with this mindset is I'm removing expectation. And 
when we remove expectation, we can loosen up a little bit. And we can be more experimental in our thought process. We can be the witness or the observer. We can, this is, uh, I'm talking in Buddhist terms, by the way, now. If you ever have read the book, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, he talks about this, how we can become a witness or an observer to our thoughts because he says we are not our thoughts. Our thoughts are there, they are not us. We can actually think and observe the thoughts at the same time. I want to bring that same concept to meeting women out on a night like tonight. We're going to go out and we're just going to observe ourselves. We're going to say, hey, I'm going to go out tonight. I'm going to talk to 10 women or I'm going to start 10 conversations with 10 different people. I got my opener here to start the conversation. I was going to see what happens. So we let go of any outcome, which means that if you say something where you mess up, say something stupid, you get rejected, or we even go and say, hey, something great happened. You make out with a girl. Whatever the case, we can just observe it in the moment and then observe it the next day. And we can say to ourselves, hey, that was interesting. It was interesting how I went up to that girl and I said this and she responded and said this and I said that. Okay, that was cool. That was cool. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder if like there's a way I could do that better next time. Like, could I say something differently? You know, I remember on the on that fifth approach, I, I got really uh got really down on myself. I was getting rejected one after another. I got really down. I wonder if uh if there's any way I can bring my energy up a little bit faster and just keep going. I remember I kind of went to like a 30-minute lull after five approaches because I was getting so down on myself. You know, we're just observing the night as it's happening and then more so the next day so we can see what happens. This is a stoic approach. So now we're entering stoicism. We got some Buddhism and stoicism. We're combining all of this to make you a fucking superhero, especially in this area of women in dating. So we bring our stoic mind, which observes without emotion, just kind of looks at the situation, looks at the facts and says without emotion or attaching emotion to it, what can I do better? What happened? Where do I need more focus? What needs to be tweaked? What can I do? Because the non-stoic mind or the emotional mind, the reptilian brain might come in and go, I suck. I'm a loser. Oh man, I'm like super nervous right now. And this is bad. And it's, I'm, I'm, I'm overwhelmed. By the way, all normal things. And I speak to this pretty well because I have gone through this more times than I can count. Being in a place where you just get super worked up and your emotions get the best of you and it can become really tough and the next day can be really tough. And we sometimes let our emotions get the best of us to a point where it doesn't allow us to make the next best decisions for ourselves. For example, man, I went out last night. This is an example. Like you, you went out and you're looking back. I went out, I got rejected nine times. I got rejected nine times last night. I suck. That was shitty. I should just, why, why am I even bothering with this? 
I should just go back to online dating. Well, online dating sucks too. And that, and then you just go into this downward spiral. And then what happens? I don't know. Uh, oh, a lot of bad variations. You don't go out anymore. You give up. You start drinking. You do. You, you do. You make. You make decisions that are not good for yourself. Because why? Because you're caught up in your emotions, and you let those get the best of you. So, we go out with the intention to see what happens. Be the observer. Be the witness to the to the events that play themselves out. Don't overanalyze too much in the moment. You know, it's uh, something you want to think about maybe the next day. It's like, just go out, be as present as possible. Enjoy. Enjoy, by the way. I didn't have this on my notes for today. This is one off the cuff. Guys, do your best to have fun. Make it fun. Again, I always like to compare it to going to the gym. It's like, if the gym's not fun for you, if you don't, if if you just absolutely hate it, how, how much motivation is it going to take you? Willpower is it going to take you to go? It's going to be fucking a lot. So try to make it as fun as you possibly can. And I get it. Sometimes you're going to go out and it's just not going to, it's just not, you're not, you won't get there. And that's okay. Cause whatever you went out and you're going to be happy that you did, and you'll be happy, you know, when you go home and the next day because you accomplished something. But eventually, we want to get to a point where you're you're trying to have fun, try to make it a good time. Okay, I would say that also helps with it being inevitable. It will be more inevitable that you are going to go out if you know. Hey, last time I went out it was really fun. Let's do this again. And how do we make it, how do we look at it in, in a way where it can always be like a fun time? Remember, we want to remain in control. We don't want to let outside factors control us. I don't want you to only go, that was a great night because like you made out with the chick and because you got a bunch of numbers. You know, it's like, I want even a bad night I want you to go, you know what? Like I did my best. Like how do we put a positive spin on it all? Like let's just, you know, they they have a term now. It's called positive, uh, toxic positivity. And I do agree. Positivity can get toxic. In this case, no, it can't. You can't be too positive. You always should be encouraging yourself. I always say, if you don't have a coach, like if you're not working with trip advice and you have your own personal one-on-one coach that we provide for you, if you don't have that, someone's got to do it. So whether it's us doing the coaching or it's you doing the coaching, someone's got to be there. We can do it for you or you got to be telling yourself all the time that you're the fucking man and that you got this and you got to Keep things going, right? Obviously, uh, when you do coaching over here at Trip Advice, that's not all it is. We're not just giving you a bunch of positivity. There's way more nuanced factors because we're telling you exactly what to do and how to do it. But if you're on your own doing this, the least you could do is be overly positive. 
Because, and by the way, I don't even think it's false positivity or toxic because it actually, in a literal sense, is. If you go out and you're trying and you're doing your best, how could that not be amazing when you're pushing yourself? Guys, let me tell you something. I'm telling you right now, there's going to be a new wave here. I was talking about this uh, on my podcast recently, the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I, I was saying how things are shifting right now. I don't know about you, but I can feel it. I can feel it and I'm sensing it. I'm starting to see it. And what I'm feeling and seeing is that online dating, it's starting to, guys are seeing through the bullshit. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't do online dating, but I'm just observing that men are fed up with it. And I'm seeing a shift now where it's going to start to go back to let's meet people in person again. Because a lot of guys have a better shot in person than they do online if you don't know what you're doing online. If you're just kind of throwing up a profile and hoping for the best, it's not working for you. I understand how guys can start to say to themselves, you know, I got to go out there and I got to start meeting women in person. So I'm starting to see that shift. Now, here's the thing. It doesn't have to be that way and it shouldn't be that way. As a coach working in the dating space for over a decade, I've learned that we want to utilize both. Today, we're not talking about online stuff. We're talking about meeting women in person. But as a guy who's going out there, you want to be in both areas and doing your best in both areas. You want to optimize your profile and your online dating system, as well as your in-person meet women in person system. Okay. Both are very important. By the way, we do help with both of those in the TripAdvice coaching program. And if you need help and you want to work with a coach and you want to get your own one-on-one coach, you can head over to tripadvicecoaching.com and we can talk to you and tell you more about how coaching will work for you. Okay, so going through my list here, see what happens. Good. Okay, so here's a little tip for you. Now, if you're in conversation, so let's say you do one of your approaches and hey, you're talking to a girl and it's been like two, three, four, five minutes. By the way, <laughs> for some reason, especially when you're when you're new at approaching, time goes by so slow. You want to slow down time, go and approach a girl that you're really attracted to. That will slow down time. You'll be talking to her. You'll be convinced you've been talking to her for 10 minutes. You look at your watch, look at your phone. It's been like two. You're like, what? I feel like I've been talking to her forever. How is that only two minutes? But that's just what happens. So point is, if you're talking to a girl for about five minutes, or you hopefully in this case have a decent sense of time and and you know it's five minutes, move locations. So one of the best things you can do when you're meeting a girl at a bar, at a party, in a social environment is move locations with her. So this is psychological. This really weird thing happens when you're talking to someone in one physical location and then you go to another physical location. And by the way, it can be literally 10 feet away. Okay, it doesn't matter because it's still going to be different than wherever you're standing right now. So if you're talking to her in 
more than two or more locations in the course of, let's say, a night, it's it feels like you have been with them longer and you feel you're almost like creating more of these memories with them in this shorter period of time. For example, you can have a conversation with a girl or whoever for like an hour, let's say in one location. Here, actually, let me give you a better analogy or example. Let's say your friend comes over to hang out with you and you're on the couch, your friend walks in and immediately comes over and sits on the couch with you. You guys spend the whole night on the couch. Yeah, you're going to have some memories of like what you guys talked about. But like, let's say you spend like three hours chit-chatting and hanging out on the couch. Maybe, you know, you get up a few times, go to the bathroom or get a drink or something. I promise you, you will not have as many core memories as if your friend comes over, you guys hang out, you're talking on the couch. Okay, then you go downstairs and you take a walk around the block and then you say, oh, let's go grab some food. And then you walk over to a food place. And that happens in three hours. Lots more happened. New locations happened. More memories were created. There's a sense of a lot has happened. And when you do that with a new person that you're connecting with, what ends up happening is you have this strange, fast connection that pulls you two a little bit closer together. It's really cool. So the tip here again is, I want you to, if you're talking to the girl for about five minutes, try to move locations, try to go outside, get some fresh air, talk there, tell her to come with you to the bar, grab a drink. If you're not drinking alcohol, who gives a shit? Get a water, get a, get a um, club soda and lime. That's the famous drink to hold when you want to look like you're drinking, but you're actually not club soda and a lime. And Make any excuse you can. You can even, you can even, and I would do this sometimes. Like, okay, I'll tell you. Okay, well, there's a few tips inside this tip. I don't want to confuse you. Okay, so what I would do is, if it made sense in the location is, if you're talking to the girl and there's a place near you to like, where I can go lean, like a wall or like a bar or something, I would say, hey, come here for a second. I say, come here for a second. If we were talking long enough, I'd maybe grab her hand. Or if I always be like, hey, come here for a second. And she'd be like, well, my God, let's come over here. And then she'd be like, okay. And then we go over and then I would lean against the wall or lean against the bar wherever and say, okay, cool. I just wanted to, to come over here. And then I would continue conversation. So this would do a couple things. One, we're now moving locations. Two, this is not necessary, but it's something I learned back in the day and I used it quite a bit where you try to get her to lean in. So if you're the one, picture picture uh, someone's leaning against a wall and someone else is talking to them right here. Psychologically, who's like feeling more relaxed and more of the receiver? The person leaning against the wall of the bar. So it forces the other person and the girl in this case to be leaning into you to talk to you more and it starts to create more investment on her part. So just a little tip. And number three, I, I would like to do it because sometimes when you're going out for many hours, you get a little tired, like you want to sit down. 
or you want to lean against something. And so I would just be like, come here. And then, you know, it's 1 a.m. I'm tired. You lean against uh, a bar or stool, something like that. So that was pretty cool. And that helped out a lot. So move locations, try to create some more memories so we can create more of this connection with the woman faster. Guys, ready to hit with your questions. So give me some right now. Put them in the comments. How to meet more women tonight. That's what we're doing here. We are making a goal. How many women we're going to talk to. We're going to get a wingman if you can. We're going to have a canned opener. We're going to go out with the intentions to what? To see what happens. Stay stoic, my friends. And you want to reduce alcohol to almost none. And if you're in conversation with a girl for more than five minutes, try to move locations. That's what we're going to do. If you learn this, if you actually implement the things that I talked about today, even if you do just a few of these, you will be one step closer. I hope you took some notes because everything I said today is about 60% of you getting better at meeting women in the flesh, in person. Scotty Rose, I like that. You said... Uh, his canned opener. Hey, I'm Scotty. I wanted to come meet you. Are you from Chicago? She says, no. Let me guess you're from LA. And then she says, yes. And then you say, you totally grew up in the suburbs, didn't you? Very good. Scotty, you're using the uh, observation, the let me guess, which makes it more fun in the conversation, doesn't it? Nice. You said you have two dates Sure, but I have my first two dates because of what I've learned from you. One woman at the gym and one woman in the dating app. Never heard of that dating app. Is that new? I'm not sure what that is, but that's great. Hell yeah, guys. Just remember, nothing's going to happen if you sit home. Even if you go out and you get rejected a lot, it doesn't matter because you still will have learned. What's up, Jason? How long should a first date be? I've heard a lot to limit it to an hour. Yeah, you know, listen, if it's if it's like if it's if the date is plateauing and they can plateau after like a couple of hours, then just call it. You're not, you know, if you're like not giving your best anymore, you can just call it. But if Things are going really well and you want to, you know, becomes three, four hours. Great. If you get to the point where you're doing a three to four hour date with a woman, that's quite a long date. That means that you guys are having a good time. Therefore, there's a connection. Therefore, you should be going for the kiss. So here's your new rule. If you're getting into the three plus hour mark in a date, there's no excuse you should be going for a kiss. Which begs the question, well, should I not go for a kiss if it's less than three hours? No, you still can. But I don't think it's, you know, the connection's not always there. It's a fine line. I would rather you always go for a kiss at the end of the date if you want to because you like her. I don't want to look for too many choosing signals and all that stuff because a girl could be totally shy and totally be acting like she doesn't want you to, wouldn't want to kiss, but then you go for a kiss and she's happy that you did. Okay. So you want to be going for the kiss, but I get it. Sometimes you do a first date 
And it's just like the connection wasn't really there. Something's not there. Don't force it. But if you're going to go on a second date with the woman, you absolutely should be doing that. Okay. Gamer Gunner said, I heard emotional highs and lows attract females and make them chase you. I am new to dating. Uh, I'm not sure if there's a question there, but it seems like you might be asking, like, is that true? Yes, it is true. It is true. It is true. We'll just, we can even, we can, that's one way to say it. I like to say also emotional spikes. So the, the, the way you're going to attract a woman is through being an ambitious person, an, amb- an ambitious man, plus knowing how to spike her emotions. And by the way, there's, there's all kinds of ways you can spike a girl's emotions. I gave you one tonight. So remember, I gave you a tip a little bit ago that you can move locations. That's not like a drastic spike in emotions. She's not going like to fall in love with you because you, you decided to move over 10 feet. But it's a little bit, it's just a, even just a drop more interesting than sitting in the same place talking for a full hour, right? So we want to be always like spiking the emotions. That's the whole thing. If you learn how to do that, that's when you can start attracting more women than you ever thought you could. And that's when, and if you were here from the, if you've been here from the very beginning of this live, you'll know what I'm talking about. That's when you can get to the point where you say, I absolutely have an opportunity with any girl I see. You get to that place. You get to that, that mindset. Any one of these women I know I could have, I have the opportunity with. Right. Thanks, Brendan. Appreciate it. So we want to do that. In the Trip Advice Coaching Program, we teach you how to do that. We teach you how to generate these emotional spikes. So she walks away from you going, that guy was not boring. The guy was interesting. The guy had the types of traits that I'm attracted to. He was ambitious. He spiked my emotions. What is your specific opener to approach a woman that is with another woman or a group of three to five? Your script I used, I will continue to use and maybe try it on a group. Thoughts? Yeah, so when I first learned uh, pickup and game and meeting women and dating, I, I started off entering the whole group. And let me tell you, a great way to get yourself out of the comfort zone for sure. Cause there's nothing like being sober, going to a loud environment, being alone and approaching a group of four to five attractive women. That's hard mode right there when you're a beginner. So I, I don't regret any of that work that I did. However, you don't need to do that. And then I, I suddenly learned you don't have to approach the whole group. Like, I don't, I, I don't even remember my opener was. I would go up and say, hey, what's going on? And say something. But you don't need to do that. In fact, you can literally just go up to one of the women that you are interested in, wherever she is in the group. And if you don't, she's not looking at you, just like lightly tap her and just get her attention and introduce yourself and say hi. A 
little trick that you can use for this, which is a really good mindset, is imagine you're at a bar and you see your buddy and he's with a bunch of his work friends. You haven't seen him in a couple of months, but you know him. How are you going over to approach? Think about that for a second. You're going to go over in the way that I just described two seconds ago, right? You're going to go over and you're going to just tap your friend on the shoulder and say, hey, what's up? You're not going to be approaching the whole group and saying hello to everybody. So it's that same energy and momentum that you can carry over to you see a girl in a group of girls or a group of, girl, group of girls and guys and you want to just go say hi. Just do that. You don't need to go over to the whole group. And then you can bring yourself into the group a little bit as you need to. It shouldn't be too bad. B-Boy Red, today I cried thinking about being 33 and never had a relationship. LOL, I felt pathetic, but this is life. Well, B-Boy, that doesn't mean that it has to be that way forever. I'm sorry that you had a bad day, but guess what? There's something you can do about it. There's some things, there's so many things that you could do about it. So wipe your tears, get the fuck up, and make something happen. Or else you're going to be seeing yourself in another two months or a year from now, having the same conversation with yourself and maybe crying again. And I think we should be done with that, don't you? If you're here, B-boy, then you know all the resources that are available. Yes, this is why you're here. Exactly. Good. Trip, I've been really getting good at approaching women both at night and during the day and getting numbers, but my date rate Getting them out is around one-third to one-half. Any tips on upping that number? It's actually pretty good, to be honest with you. You know, minimum should be one-third. But if you're at one-half, that's pretty solid, actually. That's actually pretty solid. It's hard to know, though. I mean, I'm trying to think of like a tip I could give you without knowing exactly what you're saying and what you're doing and how you're doing it. But here's a real simple tip for you, Churkle. Approach more women. So that's something, right? That might not up your conversion, but if you have more volume and your conversion stays the same, in theory, what happens? You get more dates. Think about that. But yeah, Trickle, I'd recommend it for you coaching. Obviously, that's that's either coaching or someone to see and witness and know what you're doing, to look at your text messages, to see what you're saying. Are you flirting correctly? Test out talking longer to women, talking shorter to women when you're meeting them out and about, like maybe, yeah, increase the the time you're chatting. Decrease. Is being kind and forgiving a feminine trait? Um, we'll, we'll just say softness is a feminine trait. Softness, nurture, Nurture, soft, uh, other words that come to mind that are feminine, like flowy, creative, soft, nurturing, gentle, warm. Ah, Scotty Rose with the super chat. Thanks, man. Awesome. I listen to you in the shower, the gym, walking outside, early morning in the gym, before bed, any opportunity. You see that? 
Scotty, you're so immersed. You're, you're immersing yourself so much in all of the right material, the material that works and you're getting results and you're putting it into action. So shout out to you, my friend. Good job. Guys, if you need more help and you want to get a coach that will guide you and help you, we have one-on-one coaches here on staff, the TripAdvice coaching program. We can help you with getting more dates in person. So going out, approaching, creating those emotional spikes like I was talking about, which helps build attraction that gets more dates. We can help you with converting more of your approaches into dates. We help you with coming up with a full plan that you can execute that is custom to you to make your life a lifestyle of talking to women in person. And you can be completely newbie at this. And you can also, or you will also, learn how to create a profile that gets more matches that lead to dates. We're not in the business of just getting you matches. We're in the business of getting dates. So we use online dating as a resource to get dates. And we help you with how to work within all of the dating apps to make that happen for you specifically with what to put in your bio, your pictures, what to actually say to women, how to get them out, how to text them, everything. Our coaches are incredible. I'm going to show you real quick some of the results that the clients have got from joining the TripAdvice coaching program. Check this out. I get dates. I have a girlfriend for the first time in 10 years. You know, I didn't know how to approach women and start a conversation. I didn't know what questions to ask. All I can say is anytime I've taken trips advice, it's worked out. I actually have a problem now. I have too many women that are calling me and I, I never thought I'd have that, that problem before. I'm in a place where I'm confident to meet women, to walk up to the ones that I'm interested in, talk to them, bring them on dates, meet multiple women and go on multiple dates. One of the results I got was basically women becoming really interested in me. I always felt like there was like women that were like out of my league. I kind of have a good problem right now where I have more women than I know what to do with. And the best part about the program is it's simple. Uh, I mean, I went from not having many interactions with women or not having too many girlfriends to having you know, quite a bit of interaction with girlfriends and, you know, sleeping with different women, you know, every week. So that's a pretty great uh, byproduct of becoming really good with women and trip really helped me uh, with becoming the man that I want to be, the women, the man that women uh, really want to be. Uh, the coaching itself was very helpful because he was able to, um, work with me on my sticking points. I've been having more sex than I did before I started the program. I would definitely recommend giving the coaching a try because it's very catered towards your own unique situation. I was able to get a number, actually several numbers from approaches where I started with a compliment. What I've learned is valuable, is practical, it's authentic and it works. So there you go. Just a short, short list of, of guys who over the years who have joined the program. And of course, those are all real results. I, I wish I could get 
and that scratches the surface of all the of the case studies that I have here at TripAdvice. There's more at the TripAdviceCoaching.com page. You can check those out. And, you know, there's some people who don't want to show their face. And I get it. I get it. It's not always easy to do that. But if they did, there would be a lot more of those. So if you need help, if you want to get results like those guys and more, go to TripAdviceCoaching.com, fill out an application, and we can chat with you and see if we can help. Thanks for coming on this live. I hope the the tips today really help you with going out tonight. That's the whole idea. If you're not going out tonight, go out tomorrow. If you're not going out tomorrow, figure it out, man. Go out next week. Use this stuff. Make it work for you. I'm going live on Monday. Are we? We are. So join me on Monday where we can talk about your profile. Okay? I'm going to be doing actual reviews. People have been sending them in, so you're going to see what it's going to take to have a dating profile that gets more matches. See you then.